0: Welcome to today's episode. So today I have a Neville Goddard's lecture titled The Eternal Father. Uh, This one's about eight pages long, so I'm going to do this into two short episodes, uh, just so I don't run over time. All right, so Neville tells his audience, Tonight's subject is the Eternal Father. Perhaps tonight you may desire fame, health, or things of this world, but although you may not know it, what you are really seeking is the eternal father, for you are searching for the cause of all life. The fatherhood of God is the central doctrine of the Bible. And one day you an individual will transform this doctrine into a first person present tense experience. Now, a doctrine is a fact and dependable so long as it is taken from experience. What I tell you this night is true, for I speak from experience. The day will come when you will discover the cause of the world, and all that it contains is not only God, the everlasting Father, but infinite love. This is difficult to believe, I know, when you see such horrors in the world, yet I know from experience, God the Father of all life is infinite love. Now the characters characters of Scripture are not persons but eternal states of consciousness. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, all are states. The word Moses is the old perfected of the Egyptian verb to be born. Scholars have played upon the word and because it is made up of the word masha, they call it to draw out. You can turn it around and get the word name or hashamer. or Or you can put the middle letter in or put the middle letter in front of Shemayam, and you have heaven, but heaven is within. So in the state of Moses, there is something to be born. It is a name that comes out of the depth of man, fulfilling itself in detail, yet revealed in sections. The name is first revealed as Almighty, then as I Am, and finally as Eternal Father. You will find these revelations all through the Gospel of John where he tells you that I am the way, the truth, and the light, but I am the Father. Have I been with you so long, and yet you do not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you ask me to show you the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? No one understood it. They could not grasp it. For if you are a father, you must have a child to prove your fatherhood. Now he first revealed himself to you when you entered the state of faith called Abraham. While there you heard God's promise of salvation, his promise of a son called Isaac, which is also a state. You must not see Isaac as a prophet of generations, but as the shaping of the unbegotten, the prototype of what is finally coming out. Isaac is the child spoken of in Isaiah, unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Here we see the four names of the presence that is being born. The great poet William Blake speaks of the fourfold man, but Ezekiel Describes this fourfold man in detail. How will you know when a name is being revealed? By signs and portents. A child is born. A son is given. These are two entirely different events. The child does not become the son. The child is only a signal that something has taken place in you. The individual, as you move toward the discovery of the fatherhood of God. After awakening from your long and sleep you see the child wrapped in swaddling clothes as a sign of your birth from above. That's all it is. But when it comes to the son, it's entirely different. The son is given. God soul loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Who is he? David tells us in the second Psalm, I shall tell of the decree of the Lord, he said to me. Thou art my son. Today I have begotten thee now david is not a person as you are or i am but the personification of eternity he is the sum total of all the generations of men and their experiences fused together into one grand whole that concentrated time in which all the generations of men are fused and from which they all spring the ancients personified as eternity and called it david he is the olam of scripture It was asked, whose son are you, young man? The word young man is Olam. Inquire whose son the stripling is. The word stripling is Olam. Whose son is that youth? The word youth is Olam. And just for reference, Olam is spelled O-L-A-M. I have put eternity into the mind of man, yet so that they cannot find out. What I have done from the beginning to the end. The word eternity used in this quotation is O Lamb. So what was put into your mind? God the Father, and his son David, God himself entered death's door, the human skull, and because he is a father, he took his son with him. We are told, Father, I see the wood and the fire, but where is the lamb for the gift offering? And the answer came, The Lord will provide himself as a lamb, my son. God enters death's door, the human skull, with the son in his bosom. By this act of self-sacrifice, you who were dead became an animated body, now sharing with you all the visions of eternity and the horrors of the world. When you awaken from this dream, you will awaken as God. And if he was a father when he entered, bringing his son with him, When he awakens in you, you recognize his son as your son, thereby establishing your fatherhood. John tells us, no one has ever seen God, but the only son who is in the bosom of the father. He has made him known. Then he adds, no one has seen God, but but he who is from God. His form you will never see, but I have seen him. His face you will never see, but I have seen him, for I am from him. He sent me into the world, and he who sent me is with me. If you see me, you see him who sent me, for he and I are one. I and my father are one. I dwell in him, and he dwells in me, and we are one. You will know these statements to be true. When you see your son. For no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son, and any one to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Now I ask you, what think ye of Christ? Whose Son is He? You may reply as they did long ago, saying, the Son of David. But tell me this, why then did David in the Spirit call you Father? If David in the Spirit calls you father, how can you be David's son? It is recorded as my Lord, but my Lord is my father. It's Adonai, in Scripture, as the Father's sacred name of Yahweh, Vahe is not always used. Instead, the word Adonai, meaning my Lord is used when a son refers to his father. David calls you father as you fulfill the 89th ninth Psalm, saying I have found David, he has cried unto me, and Thou art my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. You may not know it, but you have come into the world only to fulfill the prophetic word of God, and one day you will experience scripture, that you will boldly proclaim these prophetic words and leave your fate entirely in God's hands. If they stone you with the literal facts of the world, claiming they know your earthly father Turn to the 8th chapter of John, and when they ask, Where is your father? Reply, You know neither me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. But you do not know me, or you would not ask that question. For had you really known me, you would have known my father also, as he and I are inseparable. Christ didn't say his father was another, but he who sent me, is with me he has never left me those will be your words when you know from experience that you are fused together and cannot be separate as you are really one at the present time you are limited to a garment of flesh and blood but you cannot be separated from the one with whom you are fused and that one is the father and being a father he has a son the Son is the sum total of all the generations of men brought into one solid, wonderful, externalized person called David, a man after my own heart who does all my will. Everyone contains God the Father within him. The Father is within you, and he contains the Son, for it takes the Son to reveal your fatherhood. The day will come when your brain will seem to explode, and when everything, self, and when everything settles, You seek your son and say, Thou art my son. Today I have begotten you. You will recognize your son, for the relationship is so altogether unique. There is nothing like it. For you will have brought forth that which was buried in you, and that being was the father. Then you and he are one. Okay, I'm going to end that here. So again, this was really short but um I don't want I don't want to go over, <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for joining me um for this episode. As a reminder, there is a link to the PDF version uh, of this particular lecture um, in the description for this video, and um, I also have links to many, many of Neville's lectures on the resource page of my blog, which is just com. Okay, so I'm going to end this here. Part two is going to be really short as well. But thank you again for joining me. And um, I'll see you guys back here in the next episode. Have a wonderful day.